Hey ladies, welcome to Worth Above Ruby's podcast, War Zone, where women come together to have real conversations about real life, real issues, and what God says about us. We are stronger together than apart, and as we face common issues around us, we hope this podcast will make you feel strong, united, and most of all, empowered. Let's zone in. All right, welcome back. It is episode two. It's Lisa and Marie joined by Manuela. And we are here to talk about self-care. Yes. So let's dive in, girl. How was your day? Uh, My day was pretty chill, you know, planned, but chill. Mm -hmm. I am actually happy that I plan because, you know, it makes everything better. In my opinion. Do you plan a lot? I do plan a lot, but I feel like sometimes that keeps me in a box. Okay. But it does keep me organized, keeps my mind, you know, at bay. Right. So the day was pretty stress-free, mm-hmm. nothing too exciting. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So what is self-care to you? What does self-care mean to me? Okay, so I... Self-care to me is more so, like, the in, very intentional and very, like, strategized way of me making sure that I'm good. Mm-hmm. So if I'm making sure everything is good as far as mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally, physically, and so on and so forth. So I don't just, like, do anything because it's, you know, deemed self-care. It has to be super intentional about, you know, I have to be intentional okay. about why I do it. What about you? Um, I think self-care is kind of, like, it's subjective. It's whatever you feel... Mm-hmm you know, works for you. It looks Mm -hmm. different per person. Um, But for me personally, just setting time apart to pamper myself, I feel like it's self-care. Okay. And then also finding time to reset for the new week. Okay. Because each week has its own bricks and stones. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I like to, especially on Sundays, have Mm -hmm. like quiet time, take a like nice long shower, Mm -hmm. candles, Mm -hmm. like not do too much. Mm -hmm. Um, That's self-care to me. So. Well, that's good. I think I don't think I have my downtime. Mm-hmm. Like as far as what you do for your self care is like every morning, not every morning, like every afternoon at around like one mm-hmm. or two or something, where I'm like able to like sit and I have like nothing to do in that time, and then mm-hmm. I do that for that day. Right. Right, yeah. right. Well, both of us being like in the mental health profession, how do you find time to take care of yourself when you're taking care of so many other people? Um, my number one thing is I have to remember that one, I don't get paid to think about people outside of the <laughs> office. Let's be real. Right. Um, you bring your problems to me, but I can't bring problems home. Mm. Right. So that's my number one thing. So mm. in the beginning, it was really hard because I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to help. Oh, I need to think about what to do to help you help all. People. Yeah, the people need <laughs> us, but. After all, I think one of my professors was just like, listen, you don't get paid to think about these people over time. Mm, um, that's a good point. Not to say these people like, you know, you know, in a bad way, but more right. so like people, like, you don't get paid or you don't, you're wasting more time or more, more personal time thinking about other people. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. with that, I just, once you leave my office, that's it. Right. Until I see you again or I'm planning for your next session. Okay. Yeah. What about you? do too well with that especially Mm -hmm. on like high emotional cases it leaves with me like I've not been able to sleep throughout the night because of a specific case really um because I guess maybe like I had an attachment or I over identified with that person Mm -hmm. in my personal life so it just you know just stayed with me yeah 
but I haven't been able to manage that, like the boundary piece too, okay. too well. Do you benefit from, I mean, it doesn't sound like you're benefiting though. No, I am not. You're losing because sleep. I'm losing sleep, girl. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I, I got to work on that. So then would you, would you consider it? self-care then like with, would you consider what you didn't do like pampering yourself self-care if there are moments where you get so overwhelmed mm-hmm. that you don't you, you lose sleep I don't know I guess it depends on the week to be okay. honest um, and even with like pampering myself like I'm finding even getting my nails done sometimes feels like a task whereas before right. it was self-care because I felt like yes. it was relaxing mm-hmm. I was able to think and yeah. you know unwind whereas right. now I'm like girl can you hurry up and file my nails I got down? something else to do <laughs> okay, I gotta right. check something else off that's, the list that is real Yes. No, that's real. Because we used to think, I used to think of things like getting my nails done Mm -hmm. or like, what else would I do? Whatever. Getting your nails done is a good example, right? Mm -hmm. You get your nails done. That's self-care. Got my nails done. I'm feeling better because I'm looking better. My cuticles Mm. are no longer existent. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I feel good. But then at some point, it changes from me making it intentional and like, Mm. you know, to be a task. Because everything that we choose to do, I feel like with self-care can become a task. Right. If we're not intentional. Right, 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 right. So, I feel that. Um, now, are there limits to self-care? Can you do too much? Can you do too little? Um, I don't think so. Because I've heard someone tell me that their self-care is literally, they set a day apart, they mm-hmm. don't answer the phone for a couple hours, yeah. they sleep, like they have an actual schedule, mm-hmm. and I thought that was kind of overwhelming. Like, okay. Maybe because I am like a low-key busy bee. Okay. Right? <laughs> Uh, yeah. And sometimes it is hard for me to keep still. Okay. Um, but it just made me think, like, is there a such a thing as too much self-care? I don't think so. Okay. I do not think so. I think that, like, if I... Because there are certain days where I'm just like, yo, the only thing I'm getting up to do from this bed is to, like, grab some food and mm. use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm going to stay here and watch Netflix mm-hmm. the whole time. And, you know, to some it's like, oh, wow, you're a slob. You're like... <laughs> lazy right but then to me it's like i'm resting like i'm in i'm resting my mind is not on what's going on with me it's on whatever show i'm watching you know true um but then there are also other people who are like you said you're like whoever it is like super intentional but like the time frame i don't do all of that i think you know that's different that's real and like intentional right like you said i just had a four-day weekend Mm -hmm. and Literally, like, one of the days, I did nothing until maybe, like, 6 o'clock at night. So, okay. I was in the bed, yeah. made breakfast, uh-huh. didn't go nowhere. Right. It was nice outside. But I said, you stay in. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> you Just stay look. in. Just look out the Just window. <laughs> I wasn't really on social media uh-huh. because I was, like, not really looking presentable. Right. Okay. <laughs> but I kind of got bored. Really? Mm-hmm. But I sat in it, though. Okay. I sat and I rested. Uh-huh. And I think that was the first time in a long time that I've actually been able to rest. Yeah. So is it... I feel like you have to be disciplined. Like you said, intentional, disciplined, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. consciously make a decision to care for yourself. Right. I mean, and for you to say that you're busy, it makes sense for you to feel uncomfortable when you're not doing anything, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like every Monday... I do this, this, and this. If anything outside of the mm-hmm. ordinary of my usual schedule happens, then mm-hmm. of course I'm going to be like, whoa, what is this? Right. Kind of thrown off. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. But yeah, no, I I feel like for me, my main thing right now this year has just been like decreasing the amount of time I spend on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I mean, it's great. 
you know mm-hmm. we put time limits on the social media like once that time is up That's the it. app shut down and I look like a fool trying to go back in there typing mm-hmm. in the password for an additional 15 minutes you know what I mean right right right, right. Um, so it's just like having to check myself over and over and over so okay that's the thing okay mm-hmm. how do you um when you're like in because you talked about how you were kind of uncomfortable mm-hmm. in that rest day that you had right um do you ever think that your like level of like uneasiness when you weren't doing anything um were you ever like okay well i have to do something Yes. Okay. And I resisted. Was that hard? It was a little bit hard because, again, like, I'm so busy. Mm -hmm. And, like, literally, I've noticed that weekends, back-to-back events, Mm -hmm. and I was getting burnt out, not just with work, but just, like, Mm -hmm. social life. So, Mm -hmm. like, this year, um, I told myself I need to say no a little bit more. Okay. And also say no to myself, not just Mm -hmm. to other people, Mm -hmm. like say no to the urge of needing to do something or Mm -hmm. needing to go out because it's like for what? Yeah. So it was uncomfortable, but I was like, no, no, no. (laughs) Sit still. Mm -hmm. And the benefit, I mean, it actually like the outcome is greater than what I thought it would be. Yeah. Would you do that again, though? Yeah, I would. I would. And I think the more times I practice it, it will become like second nature. I'll get more comfortable. Mm -hmm. So... Why do you feel like... I mean, were you a busy bee generally in life? Yeah. Okay. So you, mm-hmm. you've always been on the go? I've always been on the go. Okay. This like, I will wake up, like, 6.30 in the morning and meal prep. Okay, that's a little... <laughs> that's crazy. That's a little, that's a little much. You're going to wake up 6.30 and meal prep? Yep. I, um, I, I'll i do it, like, because I'm naturally an early bird anyway, yeah. so I wake up naturally by, like, 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So then I feel like, well, I need to I need to get my day started. Wow. But <laughs> by 7 p.m., I'm tired. So yeah. I go to sleep early. And then you're up again and it's the same routine. Right. We're the complete opposite. Oh, okay. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm an early riser, mm-hmm. but like I'm an early waker. I don't rise. Oh, okay. So gotcha. I'll be up at like 6. But I'm in bed. <laughs> I'm not going to move mm-hmm. because I'm just, I don't feel like I have to. Like, gotcha. I don't feel ready to take on the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'll, look, rise, do all of Like, I'll, right. my eyes will wake up, like, mm-hmm. wide awake. You mm-hmm. know, I could be on my computer playing music on the side or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm not getting up because once my feet touch the ground, I'm like, I have to it's get moving. Right. Um, but then again, I go to bed at like 10 every night. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't get tired. Okay. I have, you have like little bursts of energy throughout the day, but you know, I look, if I, I couldn't even, <laughs> I'm thinking. So this time I like took a nap, okay. which is rare for me. Okay. I don't know what those are. Wow. But I took a nap <laughs> and I was asleep for like four hours. And yeah. when my eyes woke up, I was like, but I don't want to move. Yeah. And it felt good. That's how I feel every morning. Well, listen. <laughs> That's the exact feeling every morning. And yeah. I, like, you don't know what naps are? I define naps. Mm. Like, I'm the kind of person, <laughs> look, are we about to do something, y'all? No? Okay, I'm going to go take a nap. Yeah. You know, or I would make sure that I napped. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and if my nap takes me three, four, five hours mm-hmm. and I miss whatever I missed, then I missed it. Right. I was tired, apparently. Yeah. But, look, I... <laughs> don't know how you function yeah well it's it's time for a shift okay <laughs> so 
know. <laughs> Clearly. I have, you know, I, I'm I tested it out it. and it felt good. And I was yeah. like, I got to do this more often. It's a whole new world. It's a whole new world. I was wow. like, wow. Okay. I'm trying to imagine my life. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to imagine my life without like those things. Yeah. Because. And then like driving. I love to drive. Mm-hmm. I love long drives, especially mm-hmm. since I was living really far in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, why do I gas? Need, right. First, first of all. <laughs> what? Are you adding to the gas exactly. foundation? Because exactly. she's You're a literally building <laughs> these gas stations every time you go for a long drive. So boundaries, self-care, I'm all, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm redefining what that means to me. And it's so far going okay. Yeah. So as far as boundaries, are you talking about like boundaries of like what you do? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. What I do and also like where I place myself because I think that's Mm -hmm. a part of Mm self-care. Like if it's not going to add anything to my life, I'm not sure I want to be there. And if I'm there, is it because I'm trying to please someone or... I'm trying to live up to some kind of expectation. Right, right. So that's becoming more, I'm becoming more conscious of that. Mm-hmm. And that's helping me kind of decide where to place my energy. And I yeah. think that is caring for myself. I agree completely. I think me too, as far as boundaries, I'm very intentional about my boundaries. Like, mm-hmm. Who do I communicate with mm-hmm. or how do I communicate? Who do I surround myself with? Mm-hmm. All of that. Only because at the end of the day, those relationships or those mm-hmm. situations make or break right. your life, basically. Right. You know, so if you have a friend that's like always stressed out and she's coming into your super peaceful place and she's bringing all that stress into mm. your super peaceful place, mm. you're going to be stressed out. Right. You know, it's it's like foolish for us to think, oh, yeah, that's that's just her business. Or like, mm. that's just her situation. You are affected. You're so I am like a stickler yeah. for boundaries. Like friendship boundaries, job boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like don't email. I mean, my boss like will email me like at like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't have to respond. No, you, know? you don't. I'd be like, oh, that's cute. Okay. <laughs> I could be awake, right. you know, but like okay. that was cute. We'll see this tomorrow mm-hmm. when I need to. But exactly. um Yeah, I think boundaries, especially with self care, I think boundaries are so important. So boundaries in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like especially okay, so I would say growing up, especially in the black community. Mm-hmm. You're very private when you're at work because mm-hmm. the boundary is once you step to work, you're in your work mode. Yes. They don't know a lot about your personal life. And mm-hmm. especially being in the mental health field, mm-hmm. you have to practice those boundaries. But I found that people are nosy. Yes. And they expect <laughs> you to share. Share. Mm-hmm. And when you don't, it's like a sin. Yes. Especially in the, at work. And I'm just like... Why is it that way? Well, okay. So coming from our field, okay? Okay. Okay. So Lisa is a social worker. Mm-hmm. I'm a therapist. Yes. And we have to help people, right? <laughs> we get, we literally talk to people for life. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine, I look at it this way. You, it's like a distraction, mm-hmm. right? We talk to people. We care for people mentally. We care for them, you know, as in general. And then let's say now your coworker needs to, you know, okay, take my mind off of something. What's going on with you? Type of thing. Right. So then if you don't share, it's like, okay, like, <laughs> can you please say something? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you do share, I feel like it alleviates, like, the pressure. Mm. Um, and then imagine if you're in an area where people are, like, 
really competitive Mm -hmm. or you know it's like you know there's no the work relationships are not the best Mm -hmm. and like your lack of sharing may mean like you don't like this person and Mm -hmm. it starts off another thing that's not good for your self-care yeah you know but as far as boundaries i I don't think there are any boundaries at my job for as far as like (laughs) (laughs) let me just be real they don't exist they don't exist um i work in an office with black women Mm. um so we have like really intense conversations mm-hmm. and we talk about things and we share things you know mm-hmm. um, but then I'm also super intentional about what I share and how I share mm-hmm. because I mean if you're in office with therapists like look I don't want you to be my therapist right now I just want right. you to listen and talk mm-hmm. um, but yeah boundaries in my office are not really they don't exist yeah. <laughs> see I'm the only black clinician or okay group, so <laughs> I will be praying for you yes cause that <laughs> So I feel like especially in the workplace, Mm -hmm. I have to watch my words carefully because they can be misinterpreted as something else. And then I'm coming off as this arrogant or Mm -hmm. this angry black Mm -hmm. woman. I'm making the work environment hostile. Can That's that word. There? Can we go there? Ooh, and it's hostile. like other people can say the same thing that yeah. I will say, but I get a reaction. Of course. And I'm just like, how did you, I where just did said you the same thing. <laughs> discover? Like, I, help me understand. I, yeah. So I've had to just draw the line a couple yeah. times. And then when you're like black women in the in, in careers mm-hmm. were more assertive yeah. were more straightforward but yeah. that's taken the wrong way mm-hmm. so I've literally had to place boundaries down like you can't like yeah. you just can't misinterpret what I'm saying mm-hmm. this is what it is mm-hmm. and it's it's cared for me in a way because I would go home with that stuff and I would right. start thinking is there something wrong with me like oh. why am I getting this reaction yeah. what did I do mm-hmm. it would stress me out I'll be burnt out because yeah. then you gotta deal with that plus the clients that you're already dealing with mm-hmm. So that sounds super uncomfortable. It's just it it was a lot. Wow. But, you know, like we're saying, like with black women in that workplace, I think one of the main things that I've learned to do over time is Mm -hmm. over communicate to the point where like Mm -hmm. you cannot even you don't even have room, literally zero room to say that I said something that I did not. Right. You know, so even in that sense of like. To point, I'm like, okay, so what did you hear me say? Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. in case, like, look, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that you're not tripping, and that I said what I what I, I meant, what I said. Yeah. So even in those like environments, like whether it's black, white, whatever, mm-hmm. I think it's important for us in general to over communicate because if we don't, then of course things get misinterpreted. Of course, people's feelings get hurt, mm-hmm. and you don't want to ever feel like you don't want to feel uncomfortable in a place where you have to spend the majority of your time. Yeah. You have so, to work extra hard. It exactly, seems like. yeah. emotionally too. So, I I could not do that, yeah, at all. But I commend you for being the only black woman in your uh, well, in your office. Yeah, yes, basically. Girl. Wow. And, it, takes the- and it's February. <laughs> yes. Are they showing out? Um. Yeah. A little bit. You know what I've noticed? Now this might just sound <laughs> ignorant, but okay. I've noticed that especially when I wear my natural hair out. Um, <laughs> I you, think it mm, reminds a lot of people that, you know, I'm really I'm black, black for, real. for real. Yeah. And people like attitudes and tones start to land a little oh, no. different. And I'm like, <laughs> does Harriet Tubman kind of come out real oh, no. quick? <laughs> Do I need to show y'all that I'm Hold black? Up. Really? You know. I can't. I can't relate. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That sucks. It does. 
you can't change. You can't change your hair. I mean, you can, but if you but do, it's then, like, oh, it's like Lisa, you change your hair so much. This is so different. <laughs> <laughs> this is new. This is new. Well, How'd you do that? Yeah. So. Oh my gosh, your hair grew overnight. Right. Oh. You straightened it. Oh. So, you know, boundaries. Yeah. Self-care wow. and remembering who you are in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it just all comes together. So Yeah, that sounds tough though. What about self-care that? and religion? Ooh, that's really good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay, so as far as self-care in religion, what do you what do you like? We can go different ways with this. So, like, how do you, I guess, practice self-care in the context of your relationship with God? Okay. Like, what do you do? to care for yourself in that way okay um different things then one of the main things that i do is that every morning before i do anything of course it's not like a deep prayer but it's more so like god have your way today you know mm-hmm. let my words be your words my thoughts be your thoughts and mm-hmm. whoever i come in contact with let it be let me be used by you right mm-hmm um, so there's that. And then also, like, taking time out of my schedule or my day to read the Word of God, right? And mm-hmm. to journal. I'm huge on journaling. Okay. So even if it's, like, journaling a prayer or journaling, like, let's say I was reading the Book of John and, like, my mind was blown or something. Mm-hmm. Making sure I, like, keep track of those moments. Mm-hmm. Um so so much so that like I I feel myself growing right okay. there's that thing and then there's also me <laughs> let's be real <laughs> I, I <laughs> music to me is like a huge deal right yeah. so I can see the shift in my mood depending on what music I listen to hmm. um, so with that knowing like I can't listen to a lot of whatever artist because, right. you know, I'm going to just start feeling upset or mm-hmm. emotional angry. or angry, you know? Then I, like, make sure, I think, like, last year during the month of January, I think I made sure that I, all of January, only listen to mm-hmm. Christian music. Yeah. And it was pretty, you know, you, you see the way you change. Like, you see yeah. the way you're like, oh, okay. Okay, I'm calm. Mm-hmm. You know? So those are, like, I think the main things for me with, with religion. What about you? Um... I like to have, like, real conversations with God, like, talk mm-hmm. to him as if he's literally sitting there. Yeah. Because I'll be honest, like, it's hard for me to really stick to reading the word mm-hmm. as much as I would like to. So I like reading books okay. instead that are Christian books. Yeah. Um, and then having just open conversations, mm-hmm. transparent conversations. Mm-hmm. Daily, like, every morning, I listen to gospel music on the way to work because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know what devil listen. is <laughs> It's on I ninety five, sitting ready, <laughs> sitting ready with your yeah. plans for the day. Yeah. So we just set. I set the tone, right? And like you said, like Christian music, it keeps me calm. It keeps mm-hmm. me encouraged. Whatever I'm gonna face that day, mm-hmm. it's like I already feel kind of you know yeah. boosted up or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't talk to anybody in the morning. Okay. Or what do you mean? It's rare. Like I won't get on the phone. Okay. I don't take no phone calls unless okay. it's like you know like on rare occasions or whatever but yeah. that's really my moment in the mm-hmm. cards to just be me and God Okay, because you know when you get home you kind of tired yeah God I'm, so. <laughs> God I'm gonna see you tomorrow it's good like, night yeah I know you're gonna be watching me but it's time for me to rest Basically, my eyes so you know what's going on meet you in the morning and plus yeah. I'm a morning person so okay. praying at night and stuff doesn't work for me I have mm-hmm. to do whatever in the morning yeah so that's my do you feel that within, let's say, Christianity, right? Do mm-hmm. you feel that 
the aspect of self-care is not really, you know, looked at in a pos- not a positive way, but like if you're stressed out, they'll probably tell you to pray. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, but I'm stressed. Right. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm praying about my situation or why I'm stressed, I feel mm-hmm. like I'll be more stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, these bills need to get paid. These bills. And I'm constantly reminded that the bills are not paid. Well, granted, I don't know, quote scripture and, you know. Yeah. And so on and so forth. But how do you feel about, like, this topic of self-care in Christianity? Mm-hmm. How do you think that, you know? I mean, I definitely take pride in, like, casting your cares and anxiety onto mm-hmm. the Lord. Like, I think there's value in that to mm-hmm. just kind of let it go. But I think you need to follow up with something practical. Right. Because that's the world we live in. Yeah. And even with, like, Christianity... For me, like, you just can't pray everything away. Yeah. You have to do something. You have right. to make movement. And that's mm-hmm. where I think also therapy comes, mm-hmm. you know, into play. A lot of Christians don't believe in therapy because mm-hmm. God is your therapist. Basically. And <laughs> he is. He yeah. is the almighty counselor. Yeah, that is true. But I believe he used, exactly, mm-hmm. he uses people to help us through those, you know, scenarios or yeah. whatever we're dealing with. So I think that can definitely have more awareness amongst mm-hmm. the Christian community. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, for those that like bedside Baptists that feel listen. like they want to maybe listen to a podcast or right. stream, like live stream, mm-hmm. but not physically come to church, mm-hmm. I think that's also shunned upon. Yes, they don't like that at all. They don't like bedside the people Baptists. people don't like that. <laughs> people, you gotta show up they, for yeah, church. Yeah, because who are, are you a Christian if you don't come to church? Mm. Granted, let's be real though, granted, there is a benefit in being in the body of Christ, right? Yes. And fellowshipping with saints, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. Mm-hmm. But this Sunday, I'm going to do that from my bed. Yes. And I think that's okay. And it's okay. Right. Because is it not your relationship outside of the four walls that matters the most? Mm-hmm. A lot of people come, lip service, they show up, mm-hmm. they are Sunday's best. Always. Dressed from head to toe. Okay. But that's it yeah. when it comes to their relationship with God. Yeah. So I don't think it needs to be confined to you have to come to church in mm-hmm. order to whatever like Mm -hmm. care for yourself in a religious type way yeah and when i was living far in baltimore and i would show up to church you know like once every quarter (laughs) because of my distance yeah and because of gas Mm -hmm. um are we are we paying tithe to the gas ministry (laughs) because i need to know so (laughs) when i would show up like one time somebody tried me it was like are you a first-time visitor and i said listen look honey <laughs> and then there's other times where people are like, well, why aren't you here? What are you doing? Are you backsliding? What's oh, going on? Right. And it's like, do you not know that I'm struggling yeah. to even keep my gas on full? Right. Or I'm struggling at work? Like, mm-hmm. ask other things outside oh, yeah. of why I didn't show up the last yeah. three Sundays. Yeah. Because then you you might not want to come back. Very true. So, but did you not know I was praying? Mm-hmm. I was listening to a podcast. I was, I was streaming. Live streaming, yeah. But you know, that's, I feel like, you know, culturally, not even culturally, just the, the simple fact that anybody is doing something that you're not used to mm-hmm. or that you wouldn't do, they automatically see it as like, uh uh-uh, uh, that's thing. not right. right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, who's to say, like, instead of asking, Oh, are you a first-time visitor, or are you backsliding? Oh, how's it going? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Or haven't seen you. Yeah. Oh, you need gas money. Oh, here's twenty dollars. Yes. Oh, I'll be back next week. Yes, I will. Twenty dollars, okay? <laughs> but you know, I feel like the idea that the um, 
oh, she's not here often, therefore she's she must be in sin, you yep. know? She must be out there doing whatever. Yeah. That is so damaging. Damaging. Oh my goodness. And it can I turn cannot. so many people away. And yeah. if I had not had, first of all, a root, you know, a foundation in mm-hmm. the church, you know, being there so many years, and mm-hmm. if I had not had a strong relationship with God, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't come back. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Because are you just caring about a number? Are you caring about my soul right. and what's really going on? Right. So. And then people are just, you know, some people just do it to be nosy. Yeah. And then I'm working weekends. Right. So if I have a Sunday off, I'm going to care for myself from oh, home. Better believe that. <laughs> I'm not. But that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm yeah. not doing whatever for God. So. Yeah. But it's tough, though. I just I think that Christian, when it comes to one, let me, I, I can't even say Christianity. Let's say Christians in general, mm, the people. Mm-hmm. And their understanding of what self care is, mm-hmm. or you know, if I if I get a text on Saturdays, hey, we're doing this, and I say no, it doesn't mean that I am completely against you know what you all stand for. Mm. It just means no, not right now. Right, maybe next time. Something else. Um, is going on. Mm-hmm. But then, I think one of the main things that I've been learning is that you have to not. I try my best not to th- take things so personal. Mm-hmm. And then realize that, look, the way that they take it has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. The way that they receive it, you can try your best to over-communicate. Mm-hmm. But then if they receive it a certain way, it's just like, okay, well, that's on you. Right. <laughs> I, I can't control that. You would go ahead and take it. Right. So that is, yeah, Christianity and self-care, I don't think it's talked about much. No, it's not. Yeah. It's really not. Because, you know, you can't tell people who are in, like, 12 ministries and, yeah, you know, and go to work and have families. Hey, are you taking care of yourself? Are you taking they gotta, care of oh, yourself? But you can be, you're the usher. Right. Especially if wow. you're, yeah, if you're going through something. Sometimes when you're pouring out so much in the different ministries, mm-hmm. you leave empty. And yeah. you're not pouring back into yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're not sitting at, you know, the feet of Jesus. That mm-hmm. it's like, well what's the point of everything that you're doing yeah and I used to be really busy with different ministries like dance and Mm -hmm. youth and all these things but Mm -hmm. I got to the point where it's like well I'm burnt out yeah it's actually not bringing me closer to God right. because I'm so burnt out. I don't have space to really yeah. nourish that that relationship. Mm-hmm. I have to, again, boundary, mm-hmm. say yeah. no to something, yeah. take a break, reset, whatever, mm-hmm. and then figure out what my capacity looks like and yeah. if I can join ministry again. Yeah. So it's that whole phrase where you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you want to be involved. Like you want to be there as, even like with friendships. Right. Mm-hmm. So if we talk about like self-care and support systems, mm. you want to be there. Mm-hmm. You want to be there with your friends. You want to be, you know, present, but at the mm. same time is me being present, hurting me more, mm. you know? And I think it's rare for people, especially females to especially, think about that. Yeah. Cause your friend might be the worst thing for your mental health, but you don't even, you don't even think about it. No, right. because that's bestie. That's that's, that's the you, homie. Right. And you're so you've been so used to it. And you know, I think I was talking with someone the other day and it's just like you're so used to the pattern of emotional abuse mm. from people that you call friends that it becomes the norm. Yeah. So anything outside of that you wouldn't even consider. Right. So now your support system or your friendships are now hurting your self care. Where I've struggled with self care and friendships mm-hmm. um, would be 
the expectation level and mm-hmm. the capacity level. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I love to pour, 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 pour. Mm-hmm. I'm usually like, okay, you need me. I'm up. I'm yeah, at yeah, yeah. I'm coming. Mm-hmm. Even if you're an hour away, wow, <laughs> I'll yeah. drive there. But then it's not always reciprocated mm-hmm. or it's not reciprocated the same way I did it before. Mm-hmm. So then somebody feels shorthanded and then that causes tension or resentment and then it's like well dang why did I do so much for that person Mm -hmm. if I didn't get it back Mm -hmm. in so you know working on no yeah (laughs) practice the no practicing no not because you don't want to be there for a person or you don't care but like you said Mm -hmm. is this going to compromise my mental health listen my emotional Mm well-being sure you're going through x y and z yeah but homegirl is too okay (laughs) so and it's yeah no that is so i I, back in college um i had a friend Mm -hmm. and you know she was going through her things and Mm -hmm. i was of course going through my things and i think she was relying on me to be there for emotional support Mm -hmm. i don't mind you Mm -hmm. know i I think it's great i think everybody deserves that level of emotional support out of friends but then i think one day i was just like yo i am fed up okay (laughs) and like i it was to the point where i was like listen i care about you i love you but this right here is a no so we could talk about everything under the sun but when it comes to this one thing that is pulling from me emotionally, I can't, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's a sign of a healthy friendship where that person's able to say, oh, okay. And I completely that. understand. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I hold no hard feelings and I'm good. Now, if your friend's going to turn around and say, oh, for real? <laughs> you doing that, though? Oh, that's how you feel? What about that oh. time? Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then clearly you don't care enough about me mm. to step back. Gotcha. So I, I struggled with it in the beginning. And then I was just like, you know what? It's, it's way easier to just be like, yo, I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to, but I like I physically would love, but mm-hmm. emotionally I cannot. Yeah. Because there's only so much one person can take. Right. And people are always relying on you to be there for them emotionally. And they're not doing anything in response or like in return, mm-hmm. then you're honestly like, I just imagine you like imagine a, a grape becoming a raisin. Yeah. Because you're just like yeah. giving so much. You're giving. Mm-hmm. So that I think as females, our understanding of self-care and friendships mm-hmm. is not the best. No. You know? I think that's like you said, it comes with being a female. We're there to nurture, care mm-hmm. for everybody, and put mm-hmm. ourselves last on the list. Mm-hmm. But that's not always the right choice. That's not always the right choice. And that's friendships, relationships, church, whatever, Mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I can't imagine. I think, especially in 2019, like, less in Trump's United States. (laughs) (laughs) Let's. We got to do better, you know? (laughs) I think it's also important for you to challenge your friends and be like, hey, if I'm doing anything that is, like, taking from you emotionally mm-hmm. let me know so I can evaluate myself you know and then vice versa right especially with people that you consider your support system and I think more than so friends also family cause yo Woo. <laughs> you can't no shade you can't choose you cannot choose these are people that you can you don't have a choice over God literally put you there in that family for a reason and if they're taking so much from you emotionally and physically and mm-hmm. all of mentally, a conversation needs to be had. Yeah. And if not a conversation, then you just got to draw the line. Oh, yeah. Like for me, you know, growing up with a lot of arguments that mm-hmm. were very, very often, I had to 
break that and it took a lot of work and time and therapy to do that but then I've noticed like when any family member would try to you know prick Uh trigger Uh pull out the big gun not the small ones the big big gun Uh (laughs) that they know would get a response I've had to say I'm gonna stop texting Mm -hmm. because I'm not going there with you well you don't care Oh. and then they'll go deeper and deeper and I've had Mm. to just ignore which has taken a lot of strength that listen and grace (laughs) not for me but for them yeah (laughs) because it's like no like I'm not going there you may not be able to choose the family Mm. you you have but you can choose what you take and what you give yeah so that's true my number one thing now is okay <laughs> like, just hit him. I'm the... not. There's no point. There's no point in even going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I, I hear you. Cool. Right. I'm not gonna. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like that is my thing now. Everywhere with everybody. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's how you feel. Okay. Cool. Okay. Like you know. And imagine, <laughs> imagine you get like this long drawn out text message. <laughs> Somebody says, okay. <laughs> I respond, okay. OMG. Because you know what? That's energy. It's a lot of energy. And I don't have the time. And you don't. <laughs> Self-care. Yes. Self-care. You know what? I think it will be best for me emotionally not to respond. And maybe okay. if I see you face-to-face, then we can have that conversation. Sure. But as of right now, I don't think that, you know, me furiously typing on my keyboard right. is beneficial to what the, you know, to what needs to, mm-hmm. the conversation that needs to be had. But... Okay. Right. And there has to be someone that can do that because I think when you let things simmer and yeah. rest for a little bit, yeah. you know, and it's not full of emotion, mm-hmm. it's actually more productive. So. Yeah. Because I couldn't, mm-mm. you know, I feel like they, society in general, mm. you know, likes to glorify the whole going back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and they, we, we glorify that. Like you mm-hmm. go on social media, it's like, yeah, you know, people go back and forth all oh, the time. God. Like, yeah. why are we on Instagram live? <laughs> arguing like what are we doing <laughs> why why are we making post after post after post shading somebody why are we doing that right society glorifies it so if now i'm in the situation where i'm in an argument or mm-hmm. i'm in like a situation i'm gonna want to do that because that's what i see in society mm-hmm. but then like you said it takes a lot to be like oh you know what that was great mm-hmm. you said your piece cool mm-hmm. but not right now not not today yeah nope you know, catch me on another day. Actually, I'll catch you when I'm ready. <laughs> right, right. Because <laughs> if I put things in your hands, we might still be talking. But yeah, yeah, it's tough though. It's yeah, tough. I don't know why self care can have a negative outlook sometimes. Mm-hmm. But and then self care. Okay, when it comes back to like your worth mm-hmm. as a woman, mm-hmm. like how would you define? Like how would you bring the two together? Self care and my self care and how it reflects your worth or how you think of yourself um because i look at self-care like putting myself first Mm -hmm. i think that you know that has everything to say about your worth Mm -hmm. because i think it's rare to find someone who is constantly putting themselves last and them seeing themselves as as worthy Mm. you know yeah because how Right. How are how are you doing that? Like everybody's literally walking all over you. Are you do you consider yourself, you know, what's your worth? Right. So for me, I'm like 
it's me. Well, Jesus. Jesus first, of, of course. course. Yes, you yes. know? But... I need to I need to be the best me for my family, mm-hmm. the best me for my job, the best me for me. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I have to be able to place myself first in a situation, right? You know, above all things. Yeah. So, you know, as and when it comes to women and worth, it's like you can tell how, how what someone is you know considering themselves as far as what they're worth, mm-hmm. you know, by how they care mm-hmm. for themselves. Some people see self care as selfish. Yeah. You know, yeah, but, but it's like, well, that's cute for you, baby. But <laughs> me on this side, we are handling uh, ourselves the mm-hmm. way that we would like, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, it's also super regular to see women who don't, like I said, like, yeah, you, you don't, you don't like, you don't like you. So if you see a woman who has raggedy nails, hair mm-hmm. is not done, mm-hmm. but she might have a big amount of confidence, yeah, you know, so. She's taking care of herself internally, yes. her yes. inner person. Yes. So it's not always looking your best to feel worthy mm-hmm. or to care for yourself, but mm-hmm. it's the inner work that you're mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. And then remember, that's also society's standards on what beauty is. Yeah. So yeah. she might be beautiful, mm-hmm. right? But then people are like, oh no, her nail's not done. I mean, right. granted, granted, look, we're going to be honest. Well, Let's be honest, Lisa. Yeah. If your nail's not done... I will look at you sideways. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> I won't think that Me you too. don't. I won't think you don't have worth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just think, baby girl, there's a there's a Literally, nail salon down the street. Not even the nail salon. All you gotta do is like soak your fingers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you're watching Real Housewives, take a little bowl, put some hot water and some soap, <laughs> some gems. Yeah. Throw it in there. Clean it up. You know. Yeah. A little foul. Super simple. Cost free. Maybe you know? some edge control sometimes. Sometimes. For those that, you know. Yeah. Sometimes. I kind of look at you sideways. You know, if you, you know, you little can't iron a bit, you know, little things like that. But yeah. like, that's just, that's just how pe- people are. Yeah. You grew up, like my mom never let us walk out the house with like, um, wrinkled clothing. Okay. So if I'm walking out the house and my, and like if I put on a shirt and it's wrinkled and I have the thought, man, right. I really want to put this on, but I can't because mm-hmm. I've been conditioned not to. Mm-hmm. So that's true though. The internal, it might look a certain a way. certain way on the outside, but she might be like, "Oh no, honey, I'm, I know who I am. I'm good, and nails don't define me <laughs> at all." <laughs> but it's tough, though. Yeah, it's tough. But yes. then it's also okay. So then, as a therapist, it's also hard for me to to, to um, see that as like, "Oh, she's actually caring for herself," mm-hmm. only because what goes on internally usually spills out in oh, our right. lives. You know, mm-hmm. in a certain way. Like, when I'm super stressed out, my room is messy. Mm, right? So I know, like, okay, something needs to change. Yeah. And I do what I need to do to change. Mm-hmm. You know, so it'll be hard for me to look at somebody in, you know, disarray or, like, flustered all the time and be mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. Right. She definitely cares for herself. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, it's It would be hard. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Because definitely when my room's a mess. hmm I have to clean. Like, yeah. I don't care what hour of the day because it does something internally. Mm-hmm. So I agree. What's going on inside is going Spilling. to eventually mm-hmm. spill on the outside. Yeah. So if you're feeling crappy, mm-hmm. just like with a breakup or, mm-hmm. you know, mental distress or yeah. whatever, it's going to show. Whether yeah. it's in your shoulders mm-hmm. because you're tense, whether mm-hmm. your head is down, whether you're crying, right. whether your wig is tilted. Like, Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> It's gonna show. It's going to not show. Not the tilted wig. Not the tilted wig. <laughs> Let me make sure mine is on. Stop. Okay. But 
it is going to eventually show. Yeah. Even spiritually. I mm-hmm. mean, when you're spiritually not pouring into yourself, yeah. it will show. That's true. That's true. And you know, more than anything, I feel like the one of the important things about self-care is that you are able to maintain and be intentional about these things mm-hmm. so that is not spilling out and hurting other people, mm, you know, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it can. Yeah. So if you are, if we are, to, if, since we're talking about it, like let's be as women, mm-hmm. be super intentional about what we do and why we do it. Right. To the point that if something, like you said, some, now my nails, getting my nails done, feels like a task, mm-hmm. you know? So when that shift happens, you now try to find something else mm-hmm. that you can be intentional about as far as self care, because right. you don't want to hurt the people around you because you're not taking care of yourself. Right. You know, because that would not, you know, then we're just going around hurting everybody that comes in our path. Yeah. And that's definitely... Because now I'm hurting the nail technician's feelings because I'm like, girl, like, that's not the coffin shape I just told you to do, you know. So you got to find something new. Mm -hmm. You got to change it, Mm -hmm. evolve it, whatever. Mm -hmm. So... Do you... Are there any things, like, in your self-care routine right now that you feel like have become mundane? Definitely the nails thing. Okay. Um, I would say more so the pampering. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying new things mm-hmm. like the shower, yeah, the candles, uh, okay, the books. Yeah. Um, Chipotle is always going to be a self care. Um, yeah, I can see that situation for me because Eating. I can't eat it every day okay because I'm trying to you know waistline you know oh okay yeah fitness is um, self care for me yes it is going to the Same, gym yeah. eating you know healthier not perfect but, but better. healthier better <laughs> little improvement I can't give up everything can't give up some sugary things but, but. more salads like it mm-hmm. actually makes me feel good about myself yeah. inside and that kind of impacts my thinking mm-hmm. and you know yeah so I'm now embracing those things, whereas, like I said, nails, toes, mm-hmm. eyebrows, it's just a check off yeah. the list. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. I used to, um, I think from, what was, some of my self-care things were like reading, mm-hmm. um, cleaning, mm-hmm. um, of course, like like nails, getting your nails done. Mm-hmm. What else did I used to do? I don't remember. Sleeping. Oh, Oh God! Yeah, this right here could preach. Okay, I used to like. I place so much value, and I think I still do, on the amount of sleep Mm -hmm. that I get. Mm -hmm. Not saying that like I sleep a lot, right? But like I value my sleep time so much. Don't interrupt it. Don't interrupt it, D and D. Don't try it. You know, like D and D. For example, mm-hmm. I when I, my, my phone is on do not disturb, it's literally gonna be. I don't want anything yeah. to stop it. Yeah. Um. Then my boss was like, "Well, that's not really intentional." Mm. I was like, "Well, yeah, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> because people have to sleep to live, you know. Right. But um, now I'm more so being like journaling. I mean, I used to journal a lot, but now I'm very like like intentional about what I journal so let's say I'm like okay what is going on today how are you feeling today Mm -hmm. Um, why are you feeling that way if I'm upset what made you upset identifying your triggers while journaling you know so Mm -hmm. that you know okay well the next time I'm not going to put myself Mm -hmm. in that situation right Um, exercising going to the gym that's Mm -hmm. great I hate the whole like getting up to go but then you get there you're just like okay right you just get it over with yeah Yeah. and you move on Um, but those are probably my, my things are now that I'm more intentional about is like journaling and mm-hmm. gymming gym and journals gym and journal yeah okay 
That's know, good. Because sleep, I have you. You sleep. I, mean, I sleep. sleep. You know, everybody yeah. does that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. It still is a part of self-care, though, because if you're not doing a lot of sleep, yeah. you're not going to be your best self. That's true. Because it does impact. Mm-hmm. So how do you balance, like, maybe not for you, but those that you may know mm-hmm. who struggle with the feeling of needing to be needed oh. and self-care? Yeah. Like, if you don't feel needed, you feel like something's missing from mm-hmm. you or... You're not your best self. You're not whole. Yeah. Well, I would chalk that up to, like, people wanting to be in control. Mm. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, you don't... What's the point? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it so bluntly, but, like, mm-hmm. if you think about it that way, the need to be needed is the need for control. Mm. Right? So I need to know what you need from me mm-hmm. in this moment because mm-hmm. I need to make sure that you need me. Therefore, I need to make sure that I'm in control. Hmm. So I just see it as control. Okay. And it's like, what do they say? Um, you gain more by letting go. Yes. Or like you can't hold on too tight to things. You got to yeah. let things go. Yeah. Um, if I had a friend that was like, none of my friends are usually, no, or not like super like, oh, mm-hmm. I need to be there. Because we was like, oh, hey, girl. Great. Three <laughs> weeks later. How you doing? Right. Oh, I'm good. But like that need to be needed to me, I think it's like relax. Mm-hmm. Just calm down. Like you, you're not, there's certain things in life mm-hmm. more than likely that you're not going to be in control of. Right. You know, you're literally only in control of the the words that come out of your mouth Mm -hmm. and your actions. That's about it. That's it. You know, so I chalk it up to people wanting to be in control. And that is harmful to, like, the mental psyche, honestly. It can be. Um, I don't know if I fully agree with the control piece. I could see it, though, Mm -hmm. with you explaining it. But I also think it's an attachment issue. Oh, yeah. Because... It's like, like you said, why? Mm-hmm. Why do you want to be needed because of your self gain yeah. or because you genuinely want to be there for someone else? Mm-hmm. And if you always need to feel needed, then you're really not caring for yourself because you're just pouring out to other people. Mm-hmm. And some people can abuse that yeah. and take advantage of that. And yeah. then you're on E and mm-hmm. you don't even know how to refuel because you're just used to giving yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that comes from like wanting to be wanted, loved, abandonment issues. Like it could just, yeah, the roots could vary. Yeah, but um, but since you talked about attachment, it's you. Everybody needs atta- to be attached to something. Yeah, right? and then we all grow up. Whether we are in a home where att- the attachment was like super secure, and you felt loved, and you felt mm-hmm. needed and wanted, and everything mm-hmm. that you needed in that time was given to you, mm-hmm. or the complete opposite, mm-hmm. you know. So then now you are growing up. Imagine an adult who did not get that love that they needed, right? As they were growing up, and mm-hmm. now they have to seek that somewhere else. Mm-hmm. They might be doing it subconsciously, yeah, um, but it's happening, right? So it's it's tough. It is. But like you said, definitely, I could see that being also an attachment thing. Yeah. But then if you had a friend who needed to be needed, how do you communicate with that friend? Hey, sis. <laughs> uh, I've noticed. This was cute. <laughs> you t- checking up on me every day. Right. Um, but what, you know, how would you communicate that? I mean, you just got to let them know, like, when I need you, I'll reach out. Mm. And that other person should That's like a dagger though. That's like It can be, but if you are truly friends, that person should be able to understand this is not to minimize Uh or destroy the friendship, but just say, Hey, I'm good. Okay. 
and I know you're I know you're supportive yeah. and you know validate you know mm-hmm. what they're trying to do however either this is not the way mm-hmm. I need support or help mm-hmm. or I don't need it at all right now when I do I'll be sure to let you know hmm. and I think it comes back to that trust yeah aspect like you got to trust that whoever needs you will let you know when they do yeah and you don't have to like hover all over them or right. like you got that's a self thing you got to work on that yeah whoever you know whatever that's tough I don't but think but it is tough but that's what you you said it really well though because I don't I, I won't have I don't have the um it won't come off as gentle <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. It's not right. It's not gonna be as gentle. Mm-hmm. It's probably gonna be like chill. Yeah, you're doing way too much. Yep, you and know? that could bruise them. That and could definitely, mm-hmm. you know, it it definitely would bruise them. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's like, you know, it can get annoying though. Imagine, yeah. st- like, stop. <laughs> right, stop. But I don't. I haven't had that experience where. You know, I had mm-hmm. a super somebody who was just like, "Oh, I need, I need, you know, what, you know, you're contacting me," and so no, I haven't had that experience, so I haven't really had to go down that route. Yeah, um, and it takes that person to really identify where their neediness comes from, uh-huh. and that all you need is God for real at the end of the day. Yes. And if you can't get that there, there's a problem. Yeah, and you got to go back to the childhood. Got to go back <laughs> to Always. the environment because that's where. That tree began to grow, mm-hmm. and that's where the work got to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's do a hypothetical. Okay. Um, you are married with four kids. Oh Lord. I know that's a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'll be praying for you. <laughs> um, you're married with four kids, mm-hmm. and you haven't really found time for yourself. Mm. Your husband is not really in tune with that whole like I need to take care of myself I mm. need some me time right annoying mm-hmm. yes um, how then would you uh, like how would you like vocalize this thing that, that's like brewing in you as far as like I, I need me like I need to you know, hmm. check in with me. Well, I think for me, I'm very expressive. So I don't think I'll have a problem being like, listen, mm-hmm. you need to go pick up the kids. Mm-hmm. Your girl's on E, tapped mm-hmm. out, done. Okay. It's time to go shut yeah. eye. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I can be sometimes abrasive. So mm-hmm. I'll probably have to think on my word, like choose that carefully. Yeah. So that it lands well mm-hmm. and it's not coming from like a controlling place yeah. or, uh, you know what I mean, a bossy place, but mm-hmm. really just like, hey, I'm feeling. And if he doesn't allow you that, what then? That's just gonna cause some conflict in the house. Okay. Because I think you have to care for yourself as individuals before mm-hmm. you could have, like, a healthy I relationship agree. or marriage. So, how dare you? Okay. How dare, <laughs> how dare thee? How dare thou? <laughs> Show up. Tell me I Tell can't. me. Or yeah. try to limit yeah. what I got to do for myself. Because mm-hmm. then, really, what you're saying is you don't care about me being my best self, mm-hmm. even for you. Mm-hmm. So, you must want a nagging wife. Or you mm-hmm. must want someone who's going to come home angry mm-hmm. and, you know slamming pots and pans. Right, 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 you know right, what I mean? Right. You yeah. must want your kids, kids hair unkept. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? You must Raggedy. have you know, run up the credit card. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, hmm. unless you don't, right. I suggest. We're going to bring it all back down. <laughs> exactly. We're going to talk about this. Yeah. So. But okay, so, culturally speaking, I'm African. Mm-hmm. You're from the Caribbean yes. islands. Right? 
do men is that is this a thing that is like you know prevalent in the male you know in masculine societies absolutely not okay so then what do you do when your husband has no idea what that means what do you mean you gotta care for yourself you took a shower today right (laughs) (laughs) you ate today right you are clothed right like Mm -hmm. i bought you this yeah like you should be good right there's a roof over your head you should be great Mm -hmm. like what how do you deal with that because people are going through this I Let's have, be real. To be real, I have no idea because obviously I'm not in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all hypothetical. All guys. hypothetical. Nobody has four right. kids. You know, I'm not there <laughs> yet. Um, but I don't know. I think awareness on that is becoming more prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, premarital counseling takes a huge role in that because you talk about expectations. You talk about like, you know roles in the household yeah. what you're kind of expecting but to me that's I mean it's good to talk about that in premarital counseling but yeah. it is still all talk because mm-hmm. when you actually get in that situation that's Listen. where your cultural beliefs and norms come into yeah. play um, but yeah I, 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 I don't know for my sisters out there that might be dealing with that I'll be praying right basically because that is honestly my worst nightmare yeah I don't know I do not know how t- I would respond to that yeah that's gonna be tough yeah. <laughs> there's literally like... <laughs> no, like, I don't even I, know what to say. What do you say? Yeah. Caribbean-wise, I mean... Yeah, it, it was just not possible. Yeah. The woman What do you mean you need everything. to care yourself? Right. Right. The um, man was the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. They were the sole provider, mm-hmm. and that was enough. And even how that reflects in being a parent. Mm-hmm. Not having that emotional connection with your father. Males, because... Yeah. This is. Oh no, he. he I'm fed. just taking care. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but I can say, like, working like on labor and delivery, mm-hmm. planting the seeds, a lot about postpartum depression, yeah. and, and educating dads to make sure that their partner, their baby mama, wife, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah, is caring for herself. Like yeah. she can't just be all about the kids, right? Because isolation, routine, Listen. she might get depressed. Yeah. So. That's tough. And like Lisa said, if you're going through this, if you or someone you know Mm. is going through this, you know, just, you know, it doesn't hurt to reach out and say, hey, you know, I see you, you know, let me let me, um, you know, come babysit the kids and so on and so forth. Yeah. Support system. Support system. Support system. But yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that's a great conversation about, you know, self-care. Hopefully we've touched on a couple of things that can relate to you guys out there. Mm -hmm. We just want to, of course, as you know, leave a gem, something Mm -hmm. that we want you to carry on from this conversation Mm -hmm. as you are reflecting over the next two weeks until episode three. So I will pass that on. What's the gem for this week? All right, guys. So the gem for this week is just... We talked about self-care and the things that we do. Um, one of the main things that we want us to, we want everyone to focus on is just to be intentional about what you do and what you consider to be self-care. So take time to like go through your self-care routine and figure out, am I doing this as a task or am I doing this actually to take care of myself? And be intentional about those things and feel free to like talk to us you know mm-hmm. on our Instagram yeah email um, us and just let us know what are some ways that you self-care give us new ideas because at some point something's <laughs> going to become too mundane right on this side so and if you have an answer to that question about what you should do yeah that last question yeah. please let us know because <laughs> we are curious <laughs> okay that would be great that would be awesome so thank you for being in the zone and we'll see you on the next episode bye guys bye guys
Girl, how was that episode? Thank you so much for zoning in. We hope you've enjoyed this real conversation about real life and real issues. And remember, girl, Jesus loves you and he says you're worth it. So make sure you own your truth, your voice, and your walk. Don't forget to hit us up and let us know how your week is going. See you on the next episode.